0: In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, This passage that we heard earlier, our gospel reading from John chapter 10, as I said, it's often referred to as the Good Shepherd passage. And actually today, in churches across the world, uh, throughout history, today is uh, frequently referred to as Good Shepherd Sunday. It's the day that we remember that Jesus is our Good Shepherd, the God who cares for us and loves us, protects us, provides for us, calls for us, gathers us together, and Throughout history, this passage has been depicted and and tried to be captured in in hymns and poems and pieces of artwork. We actually have a banner over here uh, where Jesus is the good shepherd carrying and leading his sheep. There's a painting out in the entryway, maybe you've noticed it before, that tries to capture the same idea. We see a, a shepherd with his sheep. Um, It's one of these stories that you read to your your children and your grandchildren. It's a very recognizable story. When you finish reading it, you might think to yourself, how nice. It's a a beautiful image of our Savior Jesus with his sheep. Uh, But it's also a passage, I I think, uh, that confronts one of our most deeply held beliefs about ourselves. It attacks an idea or a notion that we have that we hold on to tightly, it strikes at something that we value greatly, that we hold on to firmly, and that some of us have fought for fiercely. Uh, today's passage attacks and strikes at the idea of our independence. Uh, many of us here today, we value our independence. We celebrate our our independence. It's who we are as, as people. We love it. Uh, when we're 14 or 15 years old, we dream of being independent from mom or dad. When we're 16 years old, we get a little glimpse of independence when they hand us our driver's license. When we're 18 years old, independence is at least legally ours. When we're 21, we cheers to it with a drink. And then we spend the next six or seven decades of our lives doing everything we can to hold on to that independence. We love to be independent people, it's a part of our national identity, but also our personal our identity. We are independent people. We see ourselves that way. We want others to see us that way too. I know I love my independence. I'm sure you do too. I, I remember my first little glimpse of it, uh, or at least one of the glimpses of it that I got. It did happen when I got my driver's license when I was 16. Uh, I remember I got my license in the morning, a Saturday morning in April. Uh, Later that afternoon, uh, I went to the mall, actually over here to Randhurst with my family, and we were shopping with my mom and dad. I don't remember who all was there, but I remember one time I was getting restless, I was bored, so I asked my parents if I could go over to Borders, the bookstore. It was on the other side of the mall from where we were, and my dad said, yeah, he tossed me the keys and he said, you can drive now, so you go over there, you drive yourself over to Borders, uh, you have your license, and when we're done shopping, we'll just walk around and we'll meet you over there. I said, okay, and I remember my eyes lighting up, and this was independence, and that 25-second drive that it took to get from one store to another, that 200 yards across the parking lot, that was a glorious feeling of independence. No mom or dad telling me to stop a little bit longer at the stop sign or to look both ways as I crossed the intersection. I was free, and I loved it. But I think most of us, we like our independence. We see ourselves as independent people. But but the Good Shepherd passage reminds us that we were not created to live independently. Uh, We need the other sheep around us, but even more so, we depend on uh, more than we ever realize our Good Shepherd Jesus. Uh, The the reality is most of us, we are going to have moments in our lives where we are confronted with our dependence, where it will hit us in the face that we need other people. We, we can't go at life independently. For some of us, it will happen as our kids are ripping the car keys out of our hands, telling us it's not safe for you to drive anymore, mom or dad, and that's going to be hard for us. Maybe you've been there. It's not easy. It's scary. You can no longer go where you want to go. When you want to go there, you're losing your independence and that's hard for us. Uh, Uh, For others of us, it'll happen as we're staring at the ceiling in the hospital room and there are doctors and nurses invading our most personal of spaces and our, our own children are making life or death decisions for us. And in that moment, it's clear we are not as independent, we're not able to be as we thought we were. For others of us, it might happen when we get ourselves into some trouble. Maybe it's financial trouble and we have dug ourselves a hole that we can't climb out of and we need help. We need someone uh, to do what we can't do. Or maybe it's relational trouble. Uh, we just can't be the parent or the spouse that we want to be. And we need someone to talk to. We need someone with answers and solutions that we don't independently have. It will come for all of us. Uh, and the reality is that all of us have this really big problem, if we're honest with ourselves, that, that's called sin. It was a problem that none of us were meant to be able to deal with independently. The cost, the price of our sin is much too high that none of us can afford it. The consequences of our sin are much too much for us to handle. We have this problem of sin that we can't deal with independently. And so the truth is, brothers and sisters, that we are independent I think like a toddler is independent. Some of you have, have had kids, right? And we can scru- cry and scream until we're blue in the face and tell anyone who's willing to, to listen that I'm a big boy or I'm a big girl and I don't need your help. I can do it on my own. And the reality is that our Heavenly Father is watching us just shaking his head. He knows how much we depend on him. He sees more than we ever could how much he does for us. And what he wants us to see today in this Good Shepherd passage is just how dependable he is. That it's a good thing to be dependent when you have a God, a good shepherd, that you can depend on like Jesus. Uh, I I mentioned earlier that uh, this passage has been captured in many works of art. Uh, This is just one of them. Uh, This is a a painting, an icon, that is actually uh, hanging in my office downstairs. I picked it up a, a few years ago while I was in the seminary. And uh, I look at it from time to time. Uh, I I probably need to to look at it more than I should because it's a good reminder both of who I am and who my dependable Good Shepherd is. And when I look at it, one of the first things I I notice in this painting is the sheep. When I look at that sheep, uh, quite honestly, it's a humbling reminder of who I am. I would like to think that God could have called me or would have called me uh, maybe an elegant, graceful swan or a strong, roaring lion, right? He could have compared me to any number of animals, but he, he chose to call me his sheep, and that is a, a little bit humbling, to be honest. But it's, it's not degrading. I don't think Jesus calls us his sheep to put us down and degrade us. We, we might think of sheep as these dumb, stupid animals. They're actually not. Sheep are actually pretty intelligent. They're, they're shortcoming comes in their short-sightedness, though. Uh, Sheep cannot see what is right in front of them. And so, if sheep try to live independently, if they try to go their own way, forge their own path, do their own thing, they will very quickly get into trouble. They will run into trees. Uh, There are accounts from shepherds of sheep that will just wander into lakes and drown because they can't see what's right in front of them. They're they're in danger of, of predators that they can't make out, Um, And so sheep rely on a shepherd. And the the, the amazing thing for sheep is that they actually have wonderful hearing. Uh, They have very good ears and they can recognize and remember voices And they can very quickly be trained to call to mind and and, and tune into the voice of their shepherd. They can tune out all of the other voices and they can just listen into one particular voice. It's amazing. And so uh, what that reminds me as I look at that sheep and, and remember that I am God's sheep is that I am not called and we are not called to live life by what we see, going our own way, doing our own thing, forging our own paths. We are not called to live independently. Instead, we're called to listen to the voice of Jesus. We tune out all of those other voices that are speaking to us out there. Uh, The voices trying to tell us what's good in life. Uh, Maybe it's the voices of our marketers and our advertisers saying shop here, buy this. Or maybe it's the voice of Satan trying to convince us and trick us into thinking things that are good and right and beautiful for us that are just wrong or bad. Or, Or maybe it's our own inner voices That we love to listen to, telling us exactly what we want to hear. We tune out all of those voices and we tune into the voice of our Good Shepherd Jesus. And and when we do, look at the peace and the rest that we have on his shoulders. Um, To follow Jesus and to depend on him is a beautiful gift for us. Uh, The next thing I notice in the the painting, of course, uh, it probably should be the first thing I notice, is Jesus. He's front and center there in that painting, as he should be. And he is strong, he is able. He is capable. He's holding on to me, that sheep. He's holding on to you. He's got that sheep firmly in his grip, and he's not going to let go. Uh, if you notice, next to him, though, there is his shepherd's staff, and I think that's there for the moments that we, as his sheep, in our determination to be independent people, when we kind of wiggle ourselves free and go our own ways and, and we wander off Uh, Because something has gotten our attention. In those moments, Jesus has that shepherd's staff and he's going to bring us back in. He's going to say, whoa, where do you think you're going? Uh, You need to be here with me. And he brings us back to that place of peace and rest by his side. Uh, The last thing I notice about the painting uh, is the cross. You can see it in the background just off Jesus' shoulders, and, and you see, brothers and sisters, it's the cross that tells us everything we need to know about our good shepherd Jesus. It's the, the cross that tells us that Jesus is not just a shepherd or even a good shepherd, but the good shepherd, the, the best of shepherds. It's the cross that tells us just how far Jesus was willing to go for his sheep, that, that Jesus loved us and cared more about our salvation than he cared about his own life, that, that he was willing to lay down that life. Uh, In our reading for today, I don't know if you caught it, there was this refrain that kept on coming up. Jesus said it five times, go back and read it, five times in our reading for today, Jesus says that he has laid down his life for his sheep. Jesus wants us to know that because it's at the very heart of who he is. It's what separates him from all of the other voices, all of the other leaders or gurus of our day and our age. It's what makes Jesus who he is. He is the good shepherd who sacrificed everything to lay down his life for us, for his sheep. This is Good Shepherd Sunday. I think this is a good day for us. That's what it's called in the church. Uh, but if it were up to me, and it's probably a good thing that it's not, uh, I, would, I would suggest a different name for today. Uh, I don't think it's going to gain any traction, so you don't need to worry. This isn't going anywhere. Uh, but if it were up to me, I, I would change the name of Good Shepherd Sunday. Uh, because, you know, once a year on, on the 4th of July, we celebrate what? What holiday is that? Independence Day, right? And it's good. We love Independence Day, one of my favorite days of the year. But I think today uh, might better be called Dependence Day. Uh, today would be the one day of the year, I would like to see it this way, where Christians gather together to celebrate who they are dependent people where we could stop uh, uh, living this lie that we are strong enough and able enough and capable enough and we can do it on ourselves and solve our own problems and go our own way and, and instead that we would just rest easy in our dependable shepherd. Today would be that one day of the year, if, if no other time, when we would admit just how much we depend on Jesus, the God who cares for us and provides for us and protects us and loves us and calls us and gathers us and has laid down his life for us. Today is Good Shepherd Sunday, Dependence Day, the day we are reminded just how dependable God is because Jesus reminds us today that if we can depend on him for life and salvation, then what can't we depend on him for? In Jesus' name, amen.